Welcome to the The Party Collab Podcast with Sarah and Melanie. That's good. Hello, everybody. If if you've ever smelt a flower, just think of that the whole time we talk about this because we're talking to someone as cute and wonderful and amazing as a flower, and it is Sadie, who actually is a florist. So, hello, Sadie. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm so excited. This is the first podcast I've ever done. So, newbie here. All good things. You're you're no longer a virgin. I'm no longer. Can we say that on our podcast? Um, it always is podcast related. Podcast virgin. Um, Sadie, can you give us just a brief introduction? We have a few questions, but what would you say about yourself if this were maybe a speed dating type thing? How would you introduce yourself? Um, So my name is Sadie. I am currently taken, so even though we're speed dating, sorry, all the single men out there. Um, So as Melanie had mentioned, I am a florist. Um, I primarily am in the wedding industry. I've been in business since 2015 and I am a home-based business. So I don't have a brick and mortar shop. I do everything out of the comfort of my home. I absolutely love what I do. Um, Floral design is truly design work. I feel like so many people just think a florist is a florist, but it's an actual design. I consider myself an artist, if you will. and I'm constantly learning and changing all the time. So it's, a, it's just a great profession. I've been blessed to be able to do this full time for the first time in 2020, which I'm super lucky for and looking forward to bigger and even better things in the future. How amazing. That's awesome. Oh. So you've been in business five years and just this year you went to full time. Is that what yes. you said? Yep. So prior to that, um, when I first started, I was working 40 hour weeks at a day job. I worked at a bank and then I ended up getting into the wedding industry because my sweet sister-in-law was getting married. This was her second marriage. So we just did like a simple, small backyard wedding type deal. And I had worked at a florist Um, the year after I graduated high school and while I was attending Utah State, I got a job just at a little floral shop in Logan. And so she asked me, she's like, do you think you could just do something for me? I'm like, sure, I guess. Like, we'll just, and so I started there. My sister, my niece is going to, is up in Logan at school and she works at a floral shop. That's so funny. It's honestly, and Logan is kind of hard. I got the job that I did because of like a friend of a friend because there's so many students in the area and it's a small little town. So jobs go quick. So I was lucky enough to even have a job and then to have it be at a floral shop. It was like the coolest, most fun thing. (laughs) And was that the first time, was that the first time you ever got your hands on flowers? Yeah, that was the very first time. So usually like the youngins in the shop, I mean, we didn't get to do a whole lot. I mean, you're doing a lot of the groundwork, washing buckets and prepping all the flowers, doing the processing, cleaning the shop. And you get to do some design work in like vases, but I didn't touch a wedding until I did my own actually. Like your own wedding? 
Yeah, so I ended up doing my own bridal bouquet. I didn't do my day of things because that's too much stress, but I ended up doing my own bouquet for my pictures. And that was the first bouquet I ever made. I look at it now and I'm like, ooh, a little cheesy. But it just kind of shows how far you have a picture of that. I do have a picture of it. I can send it over to you guys if you want. Oh yeah, this is where you were and now here's where you are. Yeah, that's where I was. I mean, it was super terrible, but honestly, so I had a little bit of a background in a shop, but I like to consider myself a lot self-taught because oh, I a lot of it is trial and error, oh, yeah. honestly. So then after I got married in 2015, then I moved down here to the Valley. My husband and I bought a home in Springville. We're still in Springville. Love it. And I got a That's job cute. at another little shop. Now, um, does your house usually have flush fresh, I can't even say it, not flesh flowers, <laughs> fresh flower arrangements and plants and stuff in your home? Um, so usually I don't have things like on stock all the time. It's just kind of when I have an upcoming wedding or bouquets or I would love to start being able to do a cooler. daily work. I do have a cooler. Like a walk-in so cooler? It's not a walk-in cooler. It's I a big double door. So we, um, in our home now, which is our second home, we have a garage, which we didn't have before. And so my husband bought me a big, nice cooler when we moved to utilize, which is so great. So good to her. That's so sweet. So, and as for plants though, um, most people think, I know my husband gives me a hard time. He's all, you have flowers. You work with flowers. I say they're cut flowers that are already dying. I kill every house plant. So I have fake house plants. <laughs> I do not have a green thumb at all, which people are always like, but you're a florist. I'm like, they're, they are different. I'm not a gardener. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to keep them alive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm not really trying to keep the flowers are already on their way out. I just make them look extra pretty before they die. <laughs> so, That's so awesome. What else do you guys, I mean, so once I kind of got the ball rolling, I mean, yeah, a lot of it, like I said, it's just trial and error. You learn so much being hands-on, like in any design work or like art type work, you just have to kind of get down and do it. And it's really nerve wracking when you start, but once you get more comfortable, you just, you know, you just practice and practice and practice and figure out what kind of design you like better, what is your style, technique comes along the way. There's so many resources that I use as well. Different books, online resources, attending workshops if I can, learning from other florists. Yes. I loved when I get to work with you on things. It's so fun. I love, I know I'm always, because I'm just kind of a one woman show, I don't necessarily have employees, but sometimes with weddings or different things, you do have to have some extra hands for setup or have some freelancers come help with a few things. So it's always so fun when I get to work with friends, even if they don't have a design background, people can help me unload my car and kind of just be my runaround girl. And when you can take, commands easily and just help out it makes like the world of difference during setup for weddings for sure i feel like have you had any of those weddings where you know a tv or movie type wedding where it's 
just flowers and decoration everywhere. Like, have you done any of those? I wish. So um, being in Utah, it's kind of a different culture when it comes to weddings. And I'm sure you guys kind of know this too, being in the party industry and doing weddings in your past as well. There are those people in Utah, you can find them that will want this big grandiose day. But I think what comes with just kind of the majority of the LDS culture here, people have short engagement times and are getting married much younger than anywhere else in the country. So they have a lot less time to save for a wedding. So they usually are more on a budget or just have a couple splurge items versus a, you know, year or two long engagement and they're in their 30s when they get married and they've been waiting for this day forever it's not as common here so i haven't personally gotten to do one of those weddings quite yet but i would love to in the future that'd be so awesome i'm always astounded because i don't have the designer eye that you have taken time to learn over the years whenever i see if okay so if anyone right now is listening to this podcast go on to instagram and look up six.stem and these arrangements, like we've seen other florists who just, it's, it's flowers, it's their arranged, but the things, just, there's something about the way you arrange it, the, the think, flowers you use, I they're not the really norm. her variety. It is. That she picks a good variety, not yes. just like boring. Like the classic, <laughs> the classic, the classic none of those classics. I rarely Which I feel like. Honestly, all of that has just come over time. I look at a lot of my older designs and I used a lot more simple ingredients and a lot more less of a variety. It just kind of, and sometimes I still get in a rut of using the same things over and over because I'm comfortable. I know what they typically come in and look like, but mother nature has so much to offer. So it's so fun when I find something new or a different variety, like a new variety comes on the market that is being grown and tested out. So it's constantly changing. And then same thing with trends too. Some brides, you can see, you know, certain flowers or certain designs come in and out of trend and style. And so you're constantly learning whether it's what ingredients to use, different techniques, how to get from point A to point B when it's in your mind, but you don't know how to get there. So it's so always awesome. ever changing. So awesome. I love that. Yes. You have such a good mind and creative side to this. I think it, is. it is such a it is a very creative field and people are always like, what well, Mike, if you I feel like floral design or if you're in any sort of design, something's kind of carry over. Like I love to do like home deck decor and interiors and I think even I'm not super creative but I even love to do a little bit of graphic design or you know party planning all those types of things because they're the same kind of components you know you're looking at color you're looking at balance your lines those are all things that you use in floral design too and so sometimes a lot of floral designers have more than one little outlet that they love to get that creativity out of them Interesting. Yes. Okay. So what's one thing that people don't know about flowers that you wish they did? Um, okay. So most people somewhat know that flowers are not cheap, but a lot of people think that it's just, you know, we mark up the price extra because it's a wedding 
or there's all these things. Talk about money. Like oh, it's yeah. really, cost is probably one of the biggest battles because it's just an education thing. Majority of people that I talk to really are like, okay, I'm getting married and this is kind of what I'm thinking for my budget and I want A through G. It's like, okay, you have to understand flowers already when I buy them at a wholesale cost are not necessarily cheap because they were grown somewhere, usually in Florida, California, South America. And then somebody takes care of them, grows them. They have to get paid. So when they sell it to a wholesaler, they're transporting it. They have employees that they have to pay all of those things. Then the wholesaler gets them. And same thing, they have employees, they have to pay, they have their overhead, so it gets marked up again when they get sold to a florist, and then I have to get paid, so I have to mark it up to a client. So it's not like I get to go into my backyard, get a flower, and give it to you. Mm -hmm. So it gets marked up several different times. The other portion of that is I like to compare it to catering, because most people know catering is not cheap. Like if you want good food, if you want the service and the quality, you're going to pay a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just paying for salt and sugar and flour because you could probably make something similar or do it yourself, but it is a service. And when it comes to wedding work, especially floral design is a service because you're paying not necessarily just for the flower, but you're paying for me to buy all of the flowers, take my time to pick it all up, to decide what to order, to take care of them, to design them, to get them to you in one piece without having it die or look awful. And then sometimes, whether it's setting it up or clean up or anything. So you really are paying for service when it comes to wedding flowers. I don't think anyone thinks about it that way. That's no, and that's kind of long-winded. And it's really, it, like you said, it's, it's mostly just education. Most people just don't think about it that way. And so when I break it down and tell people, they're like, oh, like that makes sense. You know, it's not like anything crazy out of the ordinary. It's just most people don't have a floral background and know how flowers get into my hands or what goes into me designing a bouquet. Mm -hmm. I worked at um, a wedding venue for a little less than three years, and we would sit down and talk with the um, brides and grooms to kind of plan their timeline, and we would say, who is your florist? And they would sometimes stop and say, can I ask you a question? This is our budget. How far do you think that will go? And I go, you have to talk to an expert about that because there is no way that we could say, I, I, it, it's just so tough. One of the florists said, if anyone asks you that again, just tell them straight off, talk to me, but say, plan on spending at least a thousand dollars for the flowers on your wedding. And not, and yes. people, especially in this area, are like, oh, $400 should get me where I want. But that's maybe just your bouquet and the lime flowers. That's it. Like, yes, it's that's so, so dependent. And it really varies between florists as well. It's because it depends on the season the flowers used and your style. Like when, if I have somebody reach out and they're like, how much do you charge for a bouquet? I can't ever give them just a number. I'm like, do you have an image? Do you have specific flowers that you like? Because, you know, a carnation doesn't compare to a hydrangea or a peony in cost or in look. So tell me, you know, I can't just throw out a number. I can maybe give you a ballpark, but 
I really have to sit down and decide what are the ingredients we're going to use? What kind of style does this bride want? You know, and then even size. Do you want a really petite, just minimalistic look? Do you want something grandiose and lush in that garden look? So there's not really a pick your price, okay, this or this or this. It really is very dependent on the style that you're wanting. So true. So now that we know everything about flowers, <laughs> um, <laughs> we know that right now you have some really neat classes that you are now teaching people about some fun arrangements. Can you kind of explain what's going on right now? Yeah, what classes do you have coming up? So I'm so excited. 2020 has just really opened my eyes into things outside of the wedding industry, which has been wonderful. Um, I've been teaching some workshops and I absolutely love it. So I'm hoping to do more and more. Um, the next workshop I have lined up, I'm going to be announcing a wreath workshop for December. So they're holiday wreaths. It's going to be the first week of December. We're probably going to do it for two or three days, just that first week. And I've done my wreath ones in the past. They are absolutely so fun. People love to display them in their homes or on their door. They last pretty much the whole month long. Are they like evergreen type, greenery type? Yeah. Yep. So we use Christmas greens. So if you're using cedars or different spruces, evergreens, all of the yummy things, and you get to make it your own, come with a group of girls, come with your Do they sign on your website? I have, it's not currently up there, but it will be up there shortly. So, and yes, you can do things through my website. I'm always talking about things on my Instagram. So if you haven't followed me or if you want to keep up on what I'm doing, I usually try and update my stories frequently and posts of what I've got going on because usually spots are limited to those types of things. So kind of grab it before it's gone. So cool. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Oh, and Sadie joined the society with oh, us. I did. I am so excited. You girls are so phenomenal. I wish that everybody needs to know Melanie and Sarah. They are such inspiring women and are like the best of friends. They love you deep and support you no matter what. So the society is completely in their realm, like their wheelhouse. They're going to kill it. I'm so excited to learn from them and make new friends too that want the same things that we do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we're so excited. It'll be fun to grow alongside you because obviously, I mean, we're not perfect. We don't know it all and we're happy to learn from everyone, you know? No, everybody needs a tribe. Everybody's got different things that they're oh, yeah. better at than some. And I think that it's so great that we can take advantage of everybody's you know, ups and downs and work through things together and not have this competition. Uh, it's like more of, you know, we cheer for each other. Everybody has, you know, really good strengths and everybody has success in different ways. You don't have to be successful the same way as your neighbor or your friend. Oh, I love that. Amen, sister. <laughs> hey, final question. Well, second to last final question. <laughs> What's your favorite flower? That is so hard. <laughs> you would think I currently. Would you would think I would know because it's ever-changing. Like I said, I find all different things. But I am a sucker for a white hydrangea. I actually really love just like a Ooh. small hydrangea. 
Oh yeah. And I love ranunculas. I think they're my they're on the so top pretty. List. They're so good. Like I can never like you never look at it and are like, eh, it's just all right. Like it's always like I could take a thousand photos of a good ranuncula. Like they are a showstopper. For sure. Yes. So fun. Um, Sadie, the people in the world need to know how to find you. So can you, and we'll link all of this on our episode notes, but where can people find you, follow you, worship you? Go. <laughs> okay. Instagram is probably the best platform. I'm much more active on there than I am on Facebook. So like Melanie said earlier, my handle is sticks.stems. I also have a website that is being updated with current workshops or products that we have available. And that is www.sticks and then the letter N stems, sticksandstems.com. And that's it. That's about it. Yeah. I'm not, so those are, you, that's a great starting point. Contact wise, there's a great form on my website. So if you're wanting wedding flowers or to host a class or anything, there's a form there that is a contact form. Just fill it out. It'll shoot me an email and then we can start our journey there and see where it takes us. Oh, that's so fun. I want to go on a journey. Me too. So <laughs> With it's so true. Honestly, I feel like it's such a fun time. Everybody's kind of getting creative on different things that they can do with friends and family for date nights. Everybody wants to learn these new skills. So if you have an idea for a class you want to do or a skill you want to learn, or maybe how we could get there, or if you need help, you know, deciding what you want for your wedding flowers, if you don't even know where to start, totally reach out to me and see where we can do for you and where I can get you. And hopefully it's somewhere that you love and are just over the moon with. That's so nice. You are so kind. We're so happy they were yeah. able to be on our podcast. You definitely, you give value. So we're, we're happy for that. Oh, thank you guys. That's so sweet. You guys are amazing. Sure. So much profit. So appreciative that you're even get, have given me this opportunity. So thanks to you guys. You are so welcome. We will see you in the society this yes. year. On the 10th. And hopefully all these listeners will be there too. Go sign up. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a freaking blast. <laughs> thanks so much, Sadie. We'll see you later. Okay, sounds good. Bye, ladies. Bye.